So um, with that beginning, uh, this time when we meet, I want to introduce you to to another one of the Brahm Viharas. It's probably not going to be an introduction for a lot of you, but a review. And that is, can you guess? It's all, there's, there's only two others, right? You got to throw the dice. <laughs> exactly, yes. Joy, appreciative joy. Um, and the Pali word is mudita. And, and to begin, what is appreciative joy? And simply, it's this, it's this ability that our hearts have to resonate with the joy of others. And not only with the joy of others, but our own joy, which you could say is a, basically a, a kind of gratitude. And also gaining the skill of, of really savoring the joys that arise in our lives. And so I hope you're, you're hearing this is a broad area, and I, I want to take some time with this in such a sweet area as well. And again, just to put it in context with these Brahma Viharas, the way I like to imagine it is, is it's just these natural responses of the wise heart. As I just said, with kindness, when my heart sees the goodness in others and my own goodness, what naturally arises is that sense of kindness. And you probably felt that right then when we were exploring that. Suffering, oh, my heart quivers, it resonates compassion. When there's joy, oh, it resonates, appreciative joy. And then there's also the function of equanimity, the, the sense of stability that can help with those other Viharas. So for example, something really good happens in the li life in one, of one of your friends. And it's that simple feeling of, I'm so happy that you're happy. And you can feel it. There's a joy, that vicarious pleasure that you get when you hear about that. And I love what the Dalai Lama says about appreciative joy. He says, points out, if, if you begin to rejoice in the joy of others, right, you increase your chances of joy from one to seven billion. That's great odds. If you're into gambling, this is a good gamble. <laughs> it expands. It expands my life. So important. And also being able to show up for the good things in my own life, even the simple stuff, which you could say is a gratitude practice. The simplest of things, last night walking, my heart was so joyful about just being outside and seeing the stars. I'm grateful for that, to slow down with that. Mudita is also connected with uh, another word that I find uh, quite interesting, and it's a word that you're uh, chanting if you're at the chant every, every evening, and that's uh, anumodana. And you remember, Sabe Sata Anumodana, or Sabe Dewa Anumodana. And in that chant, it's an interesting word. It literally means rejoicing together. 
it's like coming together and we rejoice. So, so it has a double meaning in when we're sharing the merit. For example, with the devas, you know, please come share in the in in our merit. But you're also asking like the devas and all beings to come and feel the joy of the merit that we're we're uh, cultivating on this retreat. Come rejoice with us. Come gladden the heart. And I love that sense of, of this practice of rejoicing in each other's lives, rejoicing about the, the wholesome things in my own life. So it has that, that fullness uh, when we're chanting. So what, Mudita, what it isn't, and again, coming back to this, this definition schema, what's the far enemy, the far enemy being envy that person is doing better than me and I resent it. And sometimes it can feel like there's only so much happiness and if they're happy, that means I don't get it. And often it can be fueled, what I've noticed, by a sense of lack. And this is what fuels that, that sense of the, that tightness around envy. And also around the comparing mind. I find that appreciative joy releases me from the comparing mind. And you remember last night, the two bowls? There's more than that. There was the big bowl, and then there was the small bowl. And what, what that can start to blossom into is like, ah, oh, I really want to be... I really want to be like the big bull. Dang it, but I'm a small bull. And then then like I this bull kind of resents the bigness of the big bull. Or the big bull resents, oh, I really want to be the small bull. It's so beautiful. I'm not that way. <laughs> ah. <laughs> this is what happens in this comparing world. And and this is why I think suchness, what I was talking about, of just just seeing this just this. When I practice this with people, it's so beautiful because I feel like my heart fills with them. It's not, it's not swishing around a self-centered view of it, not comparing over here. So I think this is the, the, the promise of what I was talking about last night is it, it frees me. And I think the expression of this is appreciative joy, like appreciative joy pulls me, it tears me out of a, a small self-centric world. And, and there I am, I can be there for the joys and actually the sorrows of other people's and of other people's lives. So I find this practice powerful. It has been for myself. It's like I, it gives me permission to really allow the heart to be so full of joy. And then the near enemy, the, the, the thing that can be close to mudita that can get, get confused with it is exuberance. And the way that word is used in this context, so I want to be clear about it, is that I'm no longer being present or filled with the joy, I'm kind of lost in it. 
you know, there's so much excitement that it's not like, it's not like the fullness. You might've felt some of that fullness when we were radiating loving kindness, right? It can be so full and pleasant, but there's something when it like fills me rather than being lost. Also, what I've learned about appreciative joy is that I feel like it's teaching me something. It's teaching me about the quality of this path that we're on. That it's it's really about, and this, this came up in one of the practice discussions, a kind of letting go that leads to a fuller happiness. Instead of being lost in just like a, a narrow self-centric view of the world and it's in, in my a possibility for joy is so small it like expands it right? let go of the smaller or a lesser happiness for a greater happiness really this is renunciation often we think of renunciation in kind of grim terms but you could say mudita is a kind of renunciation So stepping out of a self-centric world. And, and it also, I feel like, teaches me about something, the flavor, about the flavor of awakening or liberation that the Buddha was talking about. Again, remember the Buddha with the, with the young Brahmins. This is about chetto vimutti. It's, it's about chetto uh, mind, heart. It's about the liberation of the, of the heart. It's not that the path of liberation is not just about me feeling joy and my heart opening. It's about resonating with that when it's happening in others. It goes much farther than just me. And I, I think many of you know this. This isn't about denying or becoming blind to the challenge, the difficulty, the suffering in the world. But I know for me to really land compassion, I need to find the buoyancy and the resiliency I get by being able to orient to joy at times, even in the midst of deep sorrow and suffering. It makes a huge difference. And maybe you've felt this. I know I've felt this around loss at times like i lost a good friend a couple of years ago in a tragic ac accident it was it was uh, emotionally devastating and what allowed me to navigate that too was i remembered all the joys that she had given me through my life and even now i can like see her smile and to be able to take that in allows me to navigate such a difficulty in a different way like I'm, I'm still rejoicing in her joy. It allows us to have the capacity to be with the difficult. And it also comes back to something that we've discussed again and again is, is how our minds I know my mind can be this way. It, the what's wrong attention, like it's it's always like uh, I can always figure out what's wrong. But ooh, where's where's the joy? I'm training the heart in that way. Mm 
Okay, so the the way we'll be exploring this is we'll you know begin to settle in the way we have been, and and we will uh, first play with uh, a phrase or two using the phrases, and then after that you might want to take some time to play, and I'll lead us into this just beginning to allow it to radiate outward because sometimes not using phrases is a little bit easier for people, and for others using the phrases is really resonant. So we'll see if we can combine these a little bit. The phrase I use for mudita, and you might have different phrases. Oh, maybe I should put this in the chat here. Um, may your happiness and good fortune, may your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. The sense of like, yeah, oh, I'm so happy to hear that. And may it continue and increase. May your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. Or it could be simply, I'm happy that you're happy. Or I appreciate your happiness and good fortune. Sorry for the misspelling there. I particularly like the first one, may your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. Because it reminds me that much of this practice is about the malleability of how I can behold and perceive the world. Like one of the common perceptions that we're cultivating here is impermanence that things arise and pass away. But it's just one of the perceptions, right? I'm not coming to, to appreciative joy and saying, you know what, your joy is going to decrease and disappear. Just want to remind you that <laughs> impermanence. <laughs> no, there's like a malleability. It's like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm wishing, this is what I wish for. Because I can feel it, it uplifts my heart. I can be malleable in how I perceive how I hold things. I don't have to have just one view. Who is it? Um, who is it? William Blake? God save us from single vision. This is what he was talking about. Not to be stuck in that way. And here's another vision. Yeah, may your happiness and good fortune, may it continue. May it continue and may it increase. Because we're looking for any way of perceiving that, that begins to free the heart. So the phrases, and we're going to start with someone, we want to look for the, the being where it's super easy for you. You know someone, that something's going well in their life. And we're looking for wholesome joy. Not like you have a friend who robbed a bank and it's like, oh, good, you know, we want, you know, healthy healthy, not addictive, wholesome goodness in some way. Something's working out for them really well. Or they succeeded at something that's, that's wholesome to feel that. 
and and then we'll do that with you know various beings and then towards ourself mm-hmm. and again it, it's going to have that sense of gratitude and it reminds me of uh i think bill o'hanlon said he wanted to make a bumper sticker around this which i so love which is the bumper sticker lord please help me accept the truth about myself no matter how good it is and sometimes that's the harder piece you know so often you know i've noticed this around sometimes even in 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 uh worlds of feedback it's like oh, give it give, give me the bad news come on like this is what i'm about i want to i want to get the bad news and really have the capacity for that but, but sometimes it's more difficult for me to get the compliment or get to the, the thing of really taking in when uh, what's going well, whether it comes from another or, or oneself, to really feel that and to accept the truth about yourself, no matter how good it is. Okay, so let's, uh, let's give it a try. In light of this, uh, if you need to move your body briefly or, or get into a posture that feels supportive, do please do that now. And then allowing your attention to come inward. feeling the body in whatever posture it's in. Allowing for a quality of relaxation. Maybe the shoulders to drop, the jaw to loosen, the pelvic floor to open and settle downward. And then beginning to open to receive the feeling of the heart center. And as you know, sometimes a hand can resonate with this piece of the practice. You don't have to use it, it's really up to you. I now invite you to bring into your heart some being where it's really easy for you to connect with their joy, to take joy in their joy.
The friend is feeling better after being sick. You know someone who's in a new relationship that's nourishing. Someone has a new job they like or someone quit a job that was oppressive. Or the simple joy of when you take your dog for a walk and they're just so happy. Hearing or seeing or sensing. Sensing this being in the midst of their joy. And you might want to play with a phrase or two. I'm so happy that you're happy. Or may your happiness and good fortune, may it continue and increase. And continuing in this way towards this being. Most importantly, allowing your heart and your body to be filled with appreciative joy. And if it helps saying a phrase or two, like, I'm so happy that you're happy.
I now invite you to pick another being. See who rises in your heart. The being that you know has some joy, some wholesome happiness in their life. The child playing outside. And opening your heart to their joy, appreciating their joy. And either simply residing or abiding in that appreciative joy, or you might want to sprinkle in there a phrase or two, I'm so happy that you're happy. Or may your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. And continuing in this way towards this other being. I now invite you to bring into your heart your own joys. Your own wholesome successes. And to savor them, be grateful. This is a kind of appreciative joy, you could say. And maybe trying one of the phrases like, may my happiness and good fortune continue and increase. May it be so.
May my happiness and good fortune continue and increase. Feeling and being filled with gratitude for the joys in your life. I now invite you to bring into your heart either a being that is a difficult being for you, doesn't have to be the most difficult, maybe sort of kind of difficult, or someone who you've felt some envy before or you're presently feeling some envy towards. And to give it a try. Either category. And first seeing if you can imagine or bring into your heart some wholesome joy in their life, something that's going well. And maybe trying the phrases. May your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. I'm so happy that you're happy. Continuing with this being, appreciating, opening to their joy. I now invite you to transition again and to 
actually go back to the beginning and finding that being that was so easy to contact that sense of appreciative joy. Whether it be that dog you're taking for a walk, a child at play, a friend where something so good has happened in their lives. Seeing their smile, seeing their joy. Being filled by it. And as you feel that, I invite you to, just as we did with the loving kindness, allowing it to begin to radiate out from the body, being filled with it in the body. Like it's a pleasant vibration or a white light or some fluid quality in the body that then begins to radiate out like, like you're a ball that's radiating out in all directions. Extending to the left and the right. Forward and back. above and below. And all around and abiding, simply resting there in appreciative joy. And continuing like this, and if you need to kind of reinvigorate it, just coming back to that being that evokes that for you so easily. Being willing to begin again and again, and then simply radiate, abide, as you continue in silence.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.